Hi you all. Welcome back to another episode of Ran Yogi Diaries. I have an amazing guest today. Someone who's been on a journey of fitness and well-being for an entire lifetime. She is a wellness coach and someone who's an expert in the area of flow. She is also a Zumba practitioner and has reached many peaks. We get behind the scenes of her journey, understand a little bit about what is Zumba and what is breathwork and flow. Let's welcome Jyotika Dwarkanath. Hey Joe, welcome to Run Yogi Diaries. Hey Santi, really wonderful being here and I'm so happy to just see you and uh, be a part of this. Yeah, it's uh it's an honor, you know, uh, we go back uh, uh back when we were still like 7 uh, or 8 years old and you know, I've seen you <laughs> for so many years and you have you you you've had such a fascinating, you know, you've uh, focused on fitness and well-being throughout your life. So obviously we're here to talk about that and um, learn a few things in the process, right? Uh uh you know you're a zumba practitioner and you're now into breath work and flow so hey you know all of that stuff is very exciting and esoteric so let's let's get into that before that let me have you do a quick personal introduction for the audience and then we'll jump in all right uh hi hi everybody i am jyotika dwarknath i'm a fitness and wellness coach um so i bring not only just physical fitness but also fitness for the mind uh using mm. the breath as um, if the mind and body is not aligned then there is something that will give way so uh, i work on a holistic wellness adding fun fitness component um, to uh, the concept of fitness it being a lifestyle more than something that you would do for like 30 40 minutes a day or so uh, and my whole purpose has been uh, trying to heal people through fitness as well so merging uh, different modalities i also practice healing uh, access consciousness i am um, the nirvana education specialist for india i am um, also a flow coach these are a few of the things i do uh, to help people yeah. in different ways nice yeah. nice it's all in the metaphysical and uh, you know uh, joe yes. this year in 2022 one of the objectives in the podcast for me is to bring uh, conversations around mental health and spiritual health uh, yes. you know if you so the part of my podcast has been run yogi so i've had a lot of conversations around the endurance side of it which is the run side of it but this mm-hmm. year i want to so, uh, talk about the metaphysical and the physical uh, the mental aspect which is so this is a perfect conversation perfect timing Great. Uh, Great. early in the year and so we will get into all that but before that let's maybe do a bit of a flashback and you know and get to get a background on what got you into all this into fitness and well-being uh, and you started with zumba right uh, way back uh, yes, so let's I hear about that with, yeah so um as you know uh, right from a young age i was into dancing right i love mm. to dance and a lot of people still remember me uh, that i would love to dance um so it was just by accident that actually zumba happened to me mm. uh, i've always been involved in fitness for personal um care and uh, it so happened that uh, there was a time when i was working out in the gym in india and uh, the power went off and so i just hooked on my ipod and i just started doing 
aerobics and something that I was used to doing for myself. And it's people who watched me and saw me do this multiple times. And they said, can you teach us? And then I started actually with aerobics. And uh, then people did watch me dance in some parties. And they said, uh, Joe just teaches, you know, for some Bollywood dance. So I was doing Bollywood dance and aerobics. And I was thinking there should be a way that I should be able to combine this. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I was just doing a search and Zumba showed up. And the training was about five kilometers from my house in the same month. And Mm. I said, I'm just going to do this. And so that's how Zumba happened. I was uh, one of the first nine people in India to be certified as a Zumba instructor. Wow. Uh, And I I just loved it. Uh, Zumba was a great way to bring fun into the fitness and it was um, you know exploring different dance styles adding fitness to it it, it was yeah. great and then um, it's been 11 years as a Zumba instructor now I still love it uh, still love to teach I have uh, students of all age group including 15 year olds uh, who come to my class and I love teaching them yeah and keep them going. So that's how Zumba happened to me. And in the journey, uh, you know, I, since I was teaching, I got certified for as a personal trainer, I got certified as a group fitness trainer, I moved on to doing things like TRX, and uh, Mm. more of uh, um, strength based training. Um, So kettlebell, and all kinds of weighted workouts. So now I also have with Zumba, I have uh, strength training uh, going on for uh, programs for uh, seniors as well. So I have a whole batch of uh, uh, older, all the active old uh, community. They are anywhere from 66 to 75 years old and they do strength training with me. Um, Of course, for the normal people as well. And Normal people. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's like people who are. What are the uh, middle-aged you know, guys and the middle-aged yes. people are the normal people? So they're the, they're the yeah. young people and they're the old people and then there are normal people. Yeah, I mean, like people who are more fitness-oriented. I know, I know, I got it. Like, yeah. So you know, so, uh, so I think you know this this part of the conversation is uh, very important, and we are still in the physical domain, and you know, we'll let's hold off till we get into the metaphysical. But, um, you know, I was reading about uh, history of Zumba, right? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it seemed like your journey is very similar to the guy who fo- founded Zumba. And I was reading about yeah. his story. He went to a gym. Uh, you know, he forgot his, uh, I think, fitness equipment or something. And he started That's dancing. Right. He forgot to, his CDs. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, fascinating. Looks like you had a similar, similar, uh, you know, journey with Zumba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Um, so to talk to you also said you 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 added things like TRX and you know so <laughs> what is TRX you know wh- why how does that help and add to this to this so TRX is suspension training so you have these um, uh, cables or bands by TRX and um, it's great if I mean you just need the small little equipment you can hook it on your uh, door you could hook it on a gym. And it's working against gravity most of the time. Mm. So that means it's a powerful body weight uh, training. And, you know, something like that is just good enough. And TRX came out from the um, Army and the Navy guys who 
use this equipment because it's so easy to carry for their training as yeah. well um and it it kind of is a lot of concentration lot of core work and building strength endurance you can do cardio level training with the it's very versatile and right. um so um I I love TRX you know when I started training training my son um we used to do TRX quite a bit um, hmm. and the youngsters love it it's so versatile uh you can do I I don't know of any body part that you can't work out with TRX mm-hmm. and yeah I mean absolutely I right uh, and I think in in you know in the domain of endurance sports uh, people a lot of our audience who probably are, and, and listeners who are uh listening to this podcast are people who are you know runners cyclists uh you know mm-hmm. could be mountaineers and i think one area that everybody is beginning to realize is uh core and strength training to be a very yes. important part of uh, you know your your whole overall strength you know Absolutely. overall fitness right and and i yeah. think um, so it makes sense you know uh, something like and so is trx is it something that you need to have to go to a gym or at home can you do this at home or do you need a coach uh, what's what's no, no, the best way to No you can do it at home you can do it at home yes i would advise first learning the moves with a coach there is mm. of course a lot of guidance and videos that you can find online as well and through trx once you buy the equipment you sign up you get those videos and access to them uh, mm. i would not advise doing any workout without a coach You, yeah, know, you you should do it right because uh fitness is not about just performing for a short period but staying fit for life so yeah. to do that you need to make sure you have no injuries so to be injury free you want to get guidance first once you're at a certain level uh i would still advise try to work with the coach and don't try to randomly go off on your own um yeah yeah take the guidance it's available so use it yeah and and uh, the other thing about uh, zumba coming to zumba right uh, mm-hmm. so you, you know you're you've been an instructor do you see a lot of uh, endurance athletes coming and using zumba as like a cross training uh, I, i think it makes a lot of sense right uh, no zumba is more a cardiovascular exercise it is not as such for endurance but we do have a new format uh, that zumba has started that's called strong Uh, I also teach strong, which is more body weight training and will mm. build uh, endurance. And that has a little bit more structured program where you have a decent warm up and then you have certain body parts that you work repeatedly. And the best part of it is um, it is all synced to the music. So mm. it's very easy to do. You need, of course, a coach to guide you while you're doing it. that is a very good um, solution for endurance because it's a good mix of cardiovascular with strength body weight strength plus also zumba has other programs which is zumba toning uh, using weights um, so the, uh, there are programs available under the zumba uh, brand to do both endurance and cardio but if you're looking for uh, something like if you, like you're a runner right Mm-hmm. I would add in at least 2 to 3 days of good strength training solid strength training apart from just the cardiovascular uh mm-hmm. training sessions yeah 
Great. So do you have a lot of, lot of, do you get a lot of endurance athletes coming to you and saying, Hey, I want to uh, take on Zumba um, or yes. is that a thing? Mm-hmm. No, no, not to no. take off Zumba, uh, take on Zumba because they no. get a lot of cardiovascular while doing yeah, their yeah, running yeah. already. So right. I would not right. add on, I would usually take them on a personal training level and give them more strength, you know, to improve Makes their sense. leg strength and more core, uh, give them techniques for the running and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, make, make makes sense. And so, how's it been for you? I mean, I know you have a. Um, uh, how did it all happen? In the sense, you know, you could have been a technologist. You know, you have an engineering background, and you know, so how how did it? How is it for you to become a wellness coach? Uh, I mean, one is to do this for yourself, right? Uh, you know, people do yeah. that. Yeah. So, how did it all become about um, about others? You know, how did you end up in that journey? Um, so I was in technology for a long time, uh, almost 12 years, you know, uh, doing hardcore firmware and uh, stuff. And somehow I feel I was not contributing. I was working in the MPEG domain mm. and uh, implementing all the algorithms uh, for DVDs and set boxes. So it was very intense. And at some point, once just observing uh, what I'm working on, and how mm. is it impacting the society? I mm. just felt there was some kind of uh, separation and I didn't feel fulfilled. Uh, while the fitness thing, I felt more of a connect to people, mm. more of a, and for me, even if I could make a difference to this one person, uh, yeah. it, it was more satisfying than the, you know, the awards or the rewards I ever got in the technical field. So that's what yeah. kind of, you know, drove me to uh, do something uh, more for people. I learn, I stay fit, they get better right. in their health. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's well said. Uh, you know, I think uh, with, uh, especially <clears throat> with the world the way it is today, uh, there is a yeah. whole bunch of uh, material success there is uh, mm-hmm. lots of prosperity uh, around mm-hmm. the world, um, but um, there's no joy, right? Uh, and, yes. and 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 when you meet people who are uh, in a pursuit of fitness of any kind, right? Whether it is running mm-hmm. or Zumba, you know, you don't feel people who are dejected and down. You know, I think uh, it brings back a certain level of uh, joy into your life. Yep. Uh, yep, and then you absolutely. can take that and go out and do what you want to do in whatever you're doing, right? So yep. that's well said. Yeah, and being in technology for so many years, I could understand the nuances of most of the uh, folks when they're in full time and more mm. at work and uh, how to motivate them, how to help them, how to make it a part of their lifestyle, <laughs> kind of, you know. Um, so both of them help, you know, I mean, yeah. I will not forget my technology days as well, but this is a lot more satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you also like hiking and trekking. You head up to mountains pretty often yes. too, right? Yes. I love it. I love the time to hike up. I love how my body starts working for me. Uh, after a certain point and um, and then it's it's just like you have what we call the runner's high right yeah. once you're there the body just keeps going it just 
keeps going and then you are connected completely and nothing else exists at that point and that's what happens to me when i go to the mountains it's me uh my god and myself and just go for, and it's, it's it's a great feeling the the closest i could come to say is it's a runner's high and yeah. staying in that for a while and you know that's also connected to flow so yeah uh, yeah. yeah which we'll talk about in a bit yeah 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 and and what about um nutrition in 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 the middle of all this did did you kind of uh, pursue any specialized nutritional uh, strategies or so uh, i'm so happy you called it nutrition santosh it's so happy that you called it nutrition because i believe in nourishing the body you want the body mm. to work for you you better nourish it right you don't take away things from it um so uh yes yeah, so as part of my certification as an ace personal trainer and group trainer nutrition was a part of it uh i and uh, over the years working with there's no one formula that fits all right mm. so nutrition is it's a simple formula if you look at only calories but then you know <coughs> those things don't measure your uh, uh even a difference between a man and a woman it just gives you very generic numbers mm-hmm. so um everybody type is different so usually when i get a client there's a lot of studies i do on their current nutrition and what is it that their body needs based on what sport they want to go into mm-hmm. right so yes nutrition plays a big role um i'm not a certified nutritionist but i have had enough experience with Mm. different body types um just and in fact i've had clients who had to add more calories to their diet for them to lose weight mm. you know it doesn't sound right but yeah it, it's required at times so what, what do you mean say speak decisions. speak about that well, what did you mean by that i mean why would that's kind of counterintuitive right adding calories yeah, to is. lose weight Yeah how does yeah. that work it, talk a little bit about so, that so so it's like you know um so i've had a couple of clients mostly women right mm. um they get very conscious and they uh, eat very little mm-hmm. and it's not sufficient for them so actually internally their organs start getting even weaker but the body goes into what we call the starvation mode that anything it gets it will hold on to okay so then you need to give a balanced nutrition to the body so first the organs are doing their 100% and not working mm. inefficiently then they are able to digest nourish the body so then they can burn more mm. right they can be more fitter because when you are into endurance training you're going to be burning a lot of calories but if you don't yeah. have any something in the body is giving to give you that energy right, right? so that's that's actually really bad for the body so you need to balance your nutrition to what kind of output you want from the body as well so mm. yeah so uh, how do you, so is there like a, i mean is there a system or a method how, how do you know this i mean how do you know a person needs to eat more uh, versus someone is there a, how, how do you scientifically is there like a method to that Yeah so you know i we monitor the calorific intake for a whole mm. week of this person what is the pattern when do they get hungry what is it that they mm. go for so you know there's timed um, we get a full diary of the person you know from anything that goes in the mouth what activity do you do and how they feel 
um, during the time. And when we relate to their, you know, similar to BMI, we do the BMI as well. And but then you know that the nourishment is insufficient for what they want to do. And hence around four or five o'clock, they are tired, exhausted. That's when the kids come home and they need the energy at that point, right? And they don't have any, right? So then mm-hmm. that translates to sitting in front of the TV, watching, um, you know, stuff, and then your body is just goes into slow down mode, right? So, um, yeah, there is a science behind it. Uh, you have to study each person's dietary needs and their um, uh, nutrition, what they're taking, and then you give the... Yeah. Suggestions. It makes sense. What makes sense. And, and measure the protein, the carbohydrate. What are they taking? Water. Water is so essential that most people miss out on water. So. Right, right. And, and for you personally, uh, you know, uh, from a nutritional point of view, uh, any are you like a vegetarian? Is there any? Is there anything like? Any views on vegetarian? I mean, that's another big debate that happens in the world today, right? Uh, oh, yes. be a vegan or be a vegetarian <laughs> or be a carnivore. And, you know, people get confused uh, with regards to nutrition, uh, you know. Uh, have you had to deal with that, those kind of questions from your, and for yourself Absolutely. and others? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are your views on that? So I, I'm a vegetarian. Um, I used to have eggs. I don't have eggs as well anymore. It mm. was an experiment I did with myself for the last one year. Excuse me. So I do not like to suggest anything to clients unless I have kind of experienced myself mm. a little bit. Um, so I do not advocate a lot of programs that's already there. Uh, and there's this myth that, you know, if your body weight is so much, then you should be consuming so much protein. And, uh, you know, if you're an athlete, one and a half grams per body weight. I eat normal. I, I used to eat a lot of eggs, you know, before for the protein. And then I just cut it off. I said, mm. okay, let's see. And my body is still works for me the way I want it. I have not mm. found I can still lift the weights I want to. I can do everything I want to. No changes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so definitely um, there is a lot of thing on vegan and vegetarian. I think where protein is concerned, there are enough sources um, that we are taking sufficient for the body unless you are not taking enough. So I do not measure. Mm-hmm. I just go with, again, I asking the body what it needs right Mm -hmm. that's where we get into the metaphysical uh, state right so Mm -hmm. sometimes i just hold a bowl of dal or curd and just close my eyes and say body do you need this and sometimes i get the answer no i just put it away but if it says yes i just consume it so um Hmm. say more about that What, what do you mean by that i mean where is that voice coming from Yes. So where's the voice coming from? So it's just, it's coming from the body. It's coming from Mm. within you. So if you're uh, eating a full meal at Mm -hmm. stop after five minutes and then ask the body, are you full? Actually, it's just magical. Just Mm -hmm. you, I would Mm -hmm. like everybody to do some of these experiments. Ask the body, you want more? Are you done? And you will get an internal reflex. And you'll start mm. recognizing it, yes or no, very clear. A simple way to do this is you can just stand and just, oh, body needs only three things. Mm. Salt, 
sugar, and water. This is what it craves for. But we mm. give it pizza, right? Cake and a drink, right? But body doesn't know anything different. These are the three main things that it asks for. Um, mm. So you can hold anything, and your body is craving for salt. You just mm. hold a bag, so bag of chips in your hand, close your eyes, stand up, and if your body wants it, your body will just lean forward. If your body doesn't need it, it'll just lean backward. It's just amazing how this works. So just try wow. playing around with it. And then you'll recognize the signals that your body, you know, what it mm. needs. What is it asking for? Definitely, if it's asking for salt, don't go for the chips. You can also take chips and you can take something more nutritional in your hand and say, body, is this what you want? Or is this chips what you want? And give the body what it wants. Do not deny what it wants. Wow. Don't let your mind play it. That's quite amazing. I mean, it's uh, kind of uh, what, what I'm kind of hearing is almost uh, getting present, like being mindful about what's going on. Um, yes. And, and letting that guide your decision versus yes. uh, someone who is uh, be compulsive, be... Uh, automatic compulsive behavior about eating, which is right. what gets us all in trouble, right? Just compulsive. Yes. Uh, you yes. Biryani ko oh, I want to go eat that. I want to finish the yeah. whole thing, right? It, it's yeah. not conscious. Yeah. It's not conscious. It's not a conscious You're thing. It's conscious. just automatic. Exactly. exactly. That, and the other things which most people do is they see, oh, it's 7.30. It's time for breakfast. It's 12 hmm. o'clock. It's time for lunch. It's 7 o'clock. It's time for dinner. No, it's time yeah. to eat when you're hungry. Most mm. people don't know hunger anymore, right? Mm. You you don't let your body feel hunger. And when yeah. you stop recognizing these simple messages the body is saying, I'm hunger, I'm hungry, most of the time it's saying I'm thirsty. Mm. Right? So you have the glass of water, then you're not as you need you don't need the food anymore so we are actually overeating because of the time and you know um uh, not recognizing the messages the body is giving us so uh, yeah. just i would say play around with it and then um, yeah. you know see it's actually fun it yeah. actually becomes fun and then you tune into your body and you know what is when you're hungry and what you're hungry for so mhm that's great. There's a lot of uh, gold, platinum, and diamonds uh, you just uh, shared, uh, Joe. Uh, I think uh, mindfulness. I think what my I'm taking away and is a uh, eating more uh, is to lose weight is is counterintuitive, <laughs> you know. But there's logic to it. Uh, if you're under yeah, eating, it, what are you eating there is very important. Yeah, right? right. Yeah. Right. What are you eating more of? It should be yeah. more nutritional to what mm -hmm. you're expected output or what yeah, you want yeah. uh, your energy yeah. output has to be yeah so, so that's one extreme one end of the ex mm -hmm. spectrum where you know we we uh, we hear from people and we all go through the same thing constantly about i got to eat less i got to eat less so that's also another compulsive kind of behavior mm -hmm. and what you're saying is that hey that is not necessarily the true truth you know there may be sometimes you have to eat more to get healthy uh, yeah. and then have the ability to metabolize yeah. and lose weight yeah right yeah. And the other end of the spectrum is the, uh, you know, the compulsive eating, which is eating when you don't need to. And, 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 yeah. and again, there is, again, gold that you called out is just 
being almost being meditative about what you eat, right? Yes, uh, that's powerful. Yes. And I think this is what uh, our ancients called sattvic and uh, rajiv, rajasic. Yes. Uh, I guess this and is what they sick. mean, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, it's not yeah. about what you eat; it's also about who you are, about what you eat. Yeah, who you are and how you eat, right? How you eat. So most of the people have the phone, uh, so they don't mm. understand when the stomach is sent to the brain the message that I'm done. Yeah. But you know, so because Wonderful. you're distracted somewhere else, and you just keep eating till the plate yeah. is empty, and then you don't even know that the signal has passed and it's gone. It'll say it once, twice, and then you've overruled it anyways. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, just be beautiful. Great, about great TV. guys. This is this is gold. This is gold. Take this down, you know, and <laughs> go practice this mindful eating. So you know, while we are at this, so we've kind of slowly uh, drifted to the metaphysical, and I think is it's a great way to get in the metaphysical. If your stomach is not full, forget metaphysics and forget spirituality. So I think it's a good logical pivot to talk about uh, what's flow. And, uh, you know, uh, talk to us about that. You know, what are you doing in that space? So uh, flow is a state of being where uh, you are one with yourself, mind, body, soul as one. Uh, Time is walked. Everything comes to a still. Like if I connect it to a runner's high at that point or people who go skiing or surfing. Mm -hmm. You're so focused on the task. You're in that state of peak performance where nothing else exists. Your mind is Mm -hmm. only that one target, right, that you have to complete. At that point, you don't care what your run rate is. At that point, you don't care how many miles. It's just you have the finish line. It's that experience that you have at that moment. So being in the state of flow, using your breath, And our Mm -hmm. body is one of our largest sense organs, right? The way we perceive the world. Using that to um, be in the state of flow 24-7, you get a runner's high peak and then it comes down and then you go back to achieve the peak. But as a runner, you cannot reach the runner's high every day. You get that runner's high, those specific moments, uh, you get into that state. But how do you get it to the state throughout the day with mm. whatever task you're doing is a mm. concept of flow. Mm. And, you know, uh, breath is the gateway to a calm mind. And so flow uses a lot of breath techniques and uh, body. We have multiple triggers in flow to get to that state. Um, something simple that I can say is if you're reading a book, Mm-hmm. right? Or you're playing some um, game, right? Actually, flow is also used in a lot of these video games that ch- children play today mm-hmm. that we call it, oh, they're addicted, but actually they're in the state of flow where at that point they neither listen to the parents. You don't hear anything else. You're so yeah. focused, right? So mm-hmm. when you're reading a book, time has passed or time has stopped, Right. There's no hunger. There's nothing. It's just that one thing. And you're so Mm. involved in it. And you're at that peak state is what I would say. That's Mm. a state of flow. So how did you get into it? How did. So. um, Yeah. So Nirvana is what brought me to uh, flow. Flow is the mother of Nirvana. 
So mm. Nirvana is a breathing fitness format, uh, which uh, adds strength and flexibility to movements, um, and a lot of uh, rhythmic and a specific technique is used in Nirvana to get to that state of calm and peace and oneness. So once you're there, right, if everything is clear, there's a lot of clarity, there is, um, again, a oneness, right? There's only response, there is no reaction. So when you are in that state, you are, you can give your best to everything, mm-hmm. right? And flow is a nirvana is one of one of the basic principles under flow. And in flow, we also add other uh, aspects to it, like we use olfactory senses, we use visual senses, uh, we use audible senses uh, to get into the state of uh, flow. So, it was just uh, a natural progression for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you kind of uh, like what? what did you what triggered you to pursue this what what was going on for you that you said this was something you wanted to learn about or did you talk to us so yeah so this is very interesting so when I got in um, when Nirvana came into my life I should say that again because uh, I was teaching 14 hours of fitness classes, Zumba mm. and um, strength training classes a week. And mm. as an instructor, you usually put in like 100, 150% in a class to get a 60, 70% out of your students, right? Mm. Uh, because students do cheat sometimes and then, you know, they'll go one rep less. But as a coach, you better be doing it to keep them, to egg them on. So my body was, you accumulate stress in your body, right? Mm. And uh, so I just went for this master class. A coach had come in from Singapore and she was doing uh, Nirvana. It actually came in a Zumba group. I said, okay, let me just go try this out. And when I went there, I just loved the concept. And I came home and my body was asleep for six hours Mm. straight. And it was because of the amount of stress it had been through. Uh, and But my mind was like so clear, alert. I felt so refreshed. But my body was like, no, no more. <laughs> so at that point, I went back to my coach and I spoke to her and asked her, are my students going to be falling asleep like this? She said, no, you've accumulated that stress in the body. Now that you've actually oxygenated your body completely, all your cells are so happy and your organs are all getting reset to perform better. So they need the rest, mm-hmm. which I did not ever let them rest, right? So um, that actually, when I started getting into the science behind, I was so convinced that this is one way because fitness is not health of your muscles, mm-hmm. but it's also health of your organs, which many people mm-hmm. miss. And nobody is dying because you did not lift 10 kgs or you did not run the 10K. But you are, you know, it's because of a kidney issue, a lung issue, or basically an organ issue, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I wanted to, you know, when this came in, it was a merger of wellness of the whole being, right? Mm. Organs and muscles, everything included. So that's how I I just Mm -hmm. love Nirvana. It's um, 
great way for the mind and the body body stays fit and your cells are all well oxygenated oxygenated and especially in the last few years of um, the covid this has helped to keep my immunity up and also all my clients and students so so give us a sense what what do you do uh, you talked about uh, you know different um, uh, senses you know visual olfactory mm-hmm. and you use all of that in this mm-hmm. process so give us a sense mm-hmm. of uh, uh, what exactly uh, do you do uh, to achieve flow okay so um so listening to the sound of the ocean hmm if you're listening to the sound of the ocean there is a state that your mind automatically goes why do people feel so much calmer near water running water hmm. right because there is there it's actually related to some sound frequencies i don't want to delve into that much deep into what happens because these hmm. are frequencies uh the alpha theta waves in the brain which when you listen to them you kind of create a a meditative state a calming mm-hmm. state mm-hmm. in the body automatically so when you listen to that your breathing also calms down mm-hmm. and when your breathing calms down and you are taking deep breaths you're actually trying to oxygenate the body to the lung to the full capacity you're using Mm-hmm. and when you take deep breaths in you do a deep exhale runners do this right every now and mm-hmm. then you breathe out through your mouth yeah. mm-hmm. why do you do that it's a body's direct thing right so you get get there to that you get a f- you when you take a big breath out it enables you to take in a whole lot of fresh air that mm-hmm. works mm-hmm. for you right so one of the auditory things about flow is listening to ocean waves or listening to binaural mm-hmm. beats um i'll tell you smells let's talk about the smells mm, right so mm. now if i just tell you santosh remember the smell of that aroma from the bakery that mm. the fresh morning bread that was baked i here's a smile on your face yeah right it i was thinking about a- i was i, I took me to uh, the smell of uh, fried jeera and onions that is what is gives me a high so i was while you were talking about the bread my mind wandered there but yeah 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 so wh- whatever that is right to you yeah. so it is a- either the aroma from your bakery or mm. there are some uh, smells that you come across and you suddenly go it's like a deja vu like you know it mm-hmm. just transports you for some time and you get into that state of flow or the happiness right, right? right. or when you really remember some uh, moments with your friends where you're just laughing out or mm-hmm. some memories with your friends which just trigger that response within you that momentary you go to that happy state right mm-hmm. so uh, the goal of flow is to be in a state where a hormone called anandamide is released mm-hmm. and so that happens when you are in peak performance and that uh, zen state mm-hmm. and uh, that's when you are in like a state of flow yeah and now you can use your breath to get into that state of flow yeah, um, yeah makes and sense. you know there's a technique to do the breathing and uh, you get into the state. it's it's a huge topic it'll need uh, you know an hour just for flow and mm-hmm. if not more so yeah 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 absolutely and, and I think you know and, and we have all the time and this is a podcast that's the nice thing about podcast right if you oh, cool. if you want to uh, 
but I think what I, I'm what I'm hearing is uh, definitely you know you talked about stress building up because of uh, you know excessive workout physical workout, workout. Yeah. and yeah. and I think for folks who are listening uh, to this who are endurance sports athletes and people who are out there pushing themselves um, one of the key aspects uh, to we all uh, focus on is recovery right and yes. uh, you know you, you talked about what is fitness from a uh, not just from muscular perspective but also organ but fitness is also something that happens in between workouts right so uh, yes. When you recover is when you're getting fitter. You know, it's a recovery process yes. that creates fitter. Yes. And 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 what you said is gold because if uh, you can enhance recovery through mm-hmm. what you just shared, that's mm-hmm. that's uh, yeah. that's huge. That's huge, right? Yeah, it is. It is. So so you know you cannot expect your body to keep performing in mm. when you are pushing it to fatigue every time. Yeah. It needs the rest and nourishment to perform better for you the next time. So yeah. it's that recovery is very, very important. Uh, yeah. That's when the building happens. The breakage happens when you're actually using and yeah. getting to, to work for you, right? So yeah. we want to be in the build stage yeah. as well. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And, you know, even in the endurance uh, uh, circles, you know, we talk about Ananda Maid, we uh, we talk about you know the whole idea of how uh, sympathetic and asympathetic nervous systems operate, mm-hmm. and yes. um, you know how uh, you know how uh, adrenaline is uh, is good in one in one context and it raises re- increases your cortisol levels, but yes. it also takes away the ability to heal, uh, which happens when you are resting. And, yes. Right. And 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 to to what you are saying. That's just perfect because if we can include something like breath work and you know the yes. work you're doing around flow on in amidst your busy life, in addition to what you're doing in your training yeah. and stuff, it's 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 just it's just a amazing yeah. tool, right? Yeah. So Nirvana is like you. I'm glad you brought the uh, sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system kicking in, right? So mm-hmm. Nirvana puts you in the state of parasympathetic. Mm. Uh, so that is your build stage, right? So, right. and it's like when you start using these breathing techniques and you stay with that and you're using the right muscles now for breathing through the day, you yeah. are pretty much right. in a state of flow or meditation through the day. Mm. And, uh, and I mean, I remember when... Um, you know, if you you know Canada, so I can tell you that they used to say Jyotige. My mom used to say Jyotige mug me kupa. So you know that's like anger resides at the tip of my nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and since Nirvana came into my life, my mom now understood. Uh, asked me where is it gone? You know how are you <laughs> calm in all situations? It's just just the way it makes you because of mm. the control your breath has, right? Yeah. And it's very powerful. It does not take time, Satosh. It's like yeah. five to ten minutes a day. You can do it pre-workout, three minutes breathing, right? Mm-hmm. See how your performance improves. And yeah. post-workout breathing, right, three minutes. You you feel good. So yeah. fitness is not Absolutely. about getting tired, right? Yeah. yeah. So 
the concept is you should feel tired after thing i'm like if a person is tired yeah. after doing a run what's the point of being fit you should yeah. you still have the whole day to go through right yeah 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 right? so a, that, should, that, yeah totally 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 see, i mean, I I think, mean the, <laughs> you're right you're right but i have I, seen people they work out and they come home and they're like oh my god i'm so tired i'm like huh no that's not the perfect of uh, i yeah, mean the reason yeah. you get fitter is so you can yeah. perform better with more yeah. ease to the rest yeah. of your day yeah so. and and in life in general right and yeah uh totally totally you know so some of that is a lot of old school uh, again that whole adrenaline driven uh, maybe yeah. testosterone yeah. driven fitness yeah. is all about yeah. going and winning wars and shot down yes, yeah. but i think the you know the 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 fitness world is realizing it's not about even in the area of, in the world of triathlons i was i've been reading uh, some of these articles i've heard some leading triathlon coaches talking about burnout because if you look at you know ironman and triathletes um, you know people are really doing uh, 12 13 14 hours of training every week and it leading to burnout and not necessarily healthy yeah. um yeah. And, and so what you said is absolutely uh, you know bang on because if if none of that is making your life better um yeah. then there's a kind of a <laughs> irony about the whole yeah. thing right <laughs> yeah yeah there's something yeah, yeah. missing somewhere right? you're missing yeah. yeah so why yeah. are you doing it in the first place so yeah yeah, yeah. totally yeah. totally and, and and also uh, you know we talking about fitness here but hey at work right uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, our most of our jobs uh, you know is desk jobs uh, we we're all tend to be knowledge knowledge workers looking at computer and doing what mm-hmm. doing nothing physically mostly mentally and yes. all of that is constantly triggering uh, these cortisol level builds up this yes. uh, adrenaline builds tends up to make you eat more <laughs> tends uh, to eat you more and going back to your earlier conversation about yes. not being mindful about that so great i mean whatever you're saying is is so uh you know it's so powerful and so wise i mean this is so relevant right because you're really bringing uh presence we we call it mindfulness being uh you know i- being here in the moment and being mm-hmm. conscious about uh, what's going on overall uh in, in right. psychological domain in the uh physiological domain um so yeah. that's fantastic that's just fantastic yeah. and that's the key right so uh, only you know your body the best and you have to be you know i may say something that this will work for your body but only you know and yeah. being conscious and being connected i mean that that's the best thing you can have so connect yeah. your body first connect to its needs first then mm-hmm. it's it it's a miracle it does magic for you you know it's just amazing you know you think that you can't i mean you just did a uh triathlon didn't you yeah yeah so your body worked for you because there was some yeah. point that you connected with the body consciously listened to it yeah. it was just not reading what to do or yeah. seeing the youtube video to tell you what to do it is your experience of connecting to yourself so yeah Yeah. I guess it's not it's not going to happen. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. Absolutely. Great. Um so uh, what's next on your journey here? I mean you've uh, you moved from physical to nutritional to metaphysical. What next? So uh, a lot of it is going to be uh wholesome 
Mm. with fitness in mind but uh, wellness and my target this year and i want to focus on more of senior uh, mm. health mm. uh primarily because what i have seen is uh it is sad that there's a whole market for the youngsters and people mm. who want to go and do these things mm-hmm. now you have a whole bunch of aging population who are fit who mm. are mentally you know uh, very fit who are physically fit but there's lack of uh, guidance and mm. you know so i want to focus more on bringing more of them into this uh, system so that they can continue to contribute to the society right mm. by being fit by being healthy um and being uh, more doing stuff for others right they can, yeah, they have yeah. more to give and right now they are a section of population whose energies have not been used and there's so much mm. more so i definitely want to uh, work on that and my other thing is to uh, bring a lot more flow to corporates mm. so uh because uh there are companies and teams in very popular um even in your mango uh tech that uh, people use the concept of flow as teams so building flow and corporates so that teams work better with each other and mm-hmm. uh, you know more productive yeah uh, right and yeah, uh, so that that's that's something that i want to uh, bring forward this year and uh, yeah let's see where it goes there's an yeah. intent and i uh, need the blessings of the universe to enable me on the path yeah yeah well said well i'm i'm sure you know whatever you are up to is uh, is a need uh, today that's there in the society among among human beings and uh, you know as as our uh, world as our i think our mental world becomes complex i don't think our physical world is getting as phys- as complex but our mental world is getting more and more complex there are more choices there are more you know back in the days when they were you know 10 commandments or uh, you know here's how you live life maybe you didn't have to life was very simple because it was not complicated but today it's not that you this this you know you kind of opening up uh, your your mind to so many uh, options and, and yeah and adds, so adds a lot yeah so my thing is it's always a choice mm you can choose to be in that complexity or you can choose something that uh you know where it's working for you with you <laughs> right so and it is as complex as you imagine it to uh, be yeah. right like yeah, even yeah. in sanskrit there is a saying uh, which stands true for eternity is yatha pinde tatha brahmande which is what is within you is how you see the world outside so and you have the choice to simplify yeah yeah, yeah. right absolutely and it's absolutely. not yeah so yeah don't allow that thing to come into the mind that's where the yeah more of your mind control and i'm like you know yeah. simple yeah. questions uh enable you to solve and make keep it simple so yeah yeah no totally totally i think uh, you know whatever you're doing uh, is only going to help people with that ability uh yes. you know that's an ability that doesn't exist uh at you know people don't have mastery over that and you know it's a, it's it, you have to you need to invest 
Uh, it's like mm-hmm. building muscle you got to build muscle in that domain yes so, absolutely so think, yeah, yeah so so i think yeah, whatever you're yeah. doing will only help people do that yes i hope so yes yeah absolutely terrific hey joe that was a great conversation uh, from physical to metaphysical uh, and uh, uh, we're coming to um, last part of the conversation where i have a fun q and a around the podcast All right. <laughs> so you ready for that? Okay, sure. And 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 my uh, my promise to my guests is that I don't put them in trouble, no controversial questions. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, you know, health, well-being, metaphysics, all that is great, but we love our food and we love junk food. Oh, yeah. We have our cravings. What's your favorite junk food? Pizza. Pizza. What? Which kind? Hey, by, by the way, you are an entrepreneur of pizza too, right? You, yes, you pizza. absolutely. Yes. <laughs> right, right. So that's where yeah. the connection is. Yeah, but then I made healthy pizza, so mm. not so they're so too much healthy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, so pizza is your uh, junk food. Yeah. What pizza is yeah. your favorite pizza? Oh, vegetarian. Oh, load them up with veggies, mm. and uh, I'll gobble it up. anytime okay yeah okay um a, a song that inspires you wow this is a tough one actually i you know i dance to songs so you know all songs are uh this is a tough one to answer santosh do you listen to music other than when you're working out uh i do and they are actually uh bhajans and devotional mm. songs sure. so i do listen to uh ma- one of my favorite ones is achutam keshavam uh mm. about lord krishna so that is my uh go to song just lifts me up any time so yeah. um yeah So that's one. Uh, that's one. It's not a Bollywood song. Sorry, if you're you're being your Bali students and no. I'm. <laughs> Who cares? It's your yeah. song. Who cares? Yeah. It's yeah. your song. That it's a song yes. that inspires you. Uh, yes. It doesn't have to be any genre. The, the world has like thousand genres uh, of music. Yes. Hey, yes. Bollywood is just one of them. Yes. All right. Your uh, favorite time to exercise: sunrise or sunset? any time of the day that's the first time i'm Honestly, getting <laughs> any time there's no i mean no i favorite. do not my body is ready yes no favorite no, no favorites no favorites no okay favorites. that's the first time i'm getting that's the first answer uh, first of that answer i'm getting in my podcast i asked i asked that for a lot to a lot of my guests uh-huh. um last one which is one of my question i ask all my guests is that if you made a movie of your life. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh what genre would you put it in and who would you hire to play your role? Oh wow. All right. <laughs> um I would say I would say who would uh the actress be, you know, um, okay. she is a controversial actress but um Kangana Ranaut. Um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's controversial for different reasons uh what would be it would be uh a movie which has got uh 
I mean, life. Um, like an inspirational life. movie. Inspirational like an inspirational life. movie. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, in, in the last so many decades that, uh, you know, of career that I've been, I have uh, changed my career so many times and four, I think this is my fourth career. And I'm mm. just loving it, right? And so for me, life is about learning mm. um, and there is no stopping. The day I stop learning is my last day. Mm. And uh, so my movie would be about that that keep on going yes uh, there's a right. lot to learn yes and what about kangana uh you like um well i identify with the curly hair <laughs> <laughs> and uh i just feel uh i i mean i just feel that she's fearless Mm. And uh, being fearless is one of the first qualities a person needs to have to live life, mm. right? Uh, fear is a limitation that your mind puts on yourself. And if that is yeah. something that one can get over, then possibilities is not just this world. It's like huge universe, mm. right? So, yeah. All right. Starting yeah. there. So. Kangana, we're sending a script your way. Check your inbox. <laughs> All right. Hey, you did well. We learned a few more things in the process, Joe. Thanks for Thank being a good you. sport. And uh, we're kind of coming to a wrap up uh, here. Um, mm -hmm. I want to give you the last word. Any final message to our listeners and audience? So um, what I would say is uh, your breath is your best friend. Treat it well. It's your only friend, actually. Mm -hmm. So learn how to breathe right. Breathe through life with ease. Uh, it's not as complicated as people make out to be. It's yours. Keep it simple. Just mm -hmm. love. Start with love and serve and give. These three things and everything is yours. So Lovely, lovely. Joe, thanks a lot for sharing yourself uh, on the podcast. Um, I'll let you uh, go enjoy the rest of the evening and uh, we shall stay you. in touch. Yeah, thank you. I hope I've been a contribution to this uh, podcast of yours, Santosh. It's been such a pleasure and so much fun. And in fact, I had, I had to think about myself too with some mm. of your questions. So that was really, really nice. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.